This week on Diet Starts Monday, we get a little drunk to celebrate our 10th episode, talk about what summer 2018 has in store for each of us, and casually, but not so casually, lust over Chris Evans' beard in Infinity War because it is everything. So, enjoy. It's your three favorite cows driving on the East Coast, figuring it out and always doing the most. We've got our ups and downs at the end of the day. Don't forget, diet starts Monday. Welcome, welcome you, welcome me, welcome all of us to episode <laughs> 10. Woo! Oh, wait, wait, I've got it. I've got Put it. your app. Everybody be quiet. Brandon's playing a sound, but go. Oh, it's so quiet. Oh, Why? that was Oh, because so it's awkward. Skyping. That is sad. If, think of a boom, 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 That's good. I helped. So, everyone, if you couldn't tell, it is our the tenth episode of Diet Starts Monday, and we are celebrating. We are celebrating with some some refreshments. <laughs> I feel refreshed. I feel like first of so all. refreshed. Honestly, um, like God bless my cup. I'm a little. I'm I'm almost halfway through a bottle of um, apothic red, and I had some drinks with the with the team dinner. I went to dinner for work and shit. So. <laughs> Congrats I, to me. I am the most sober today, uh, but I'm working on it. Um, what's everybody sipping? So Aja has her apothic red, her wine. I'm rocking mm-hmm. some gin and cell. So how do you say that shit? San Peregrino. It's Italian. It's a soda. It's a uh, spark. It's a Mario. It's that bougie shit. It um, is bougie. It's really good. Um, and your girl, okay, I got home from work the earliest, and so I drink. An entire, an entire bottle of wine, um, waiting for them to get home from work. And now I'm drinking a Maya version of a tequila sunrise, which is three fourths tequila, one fourth orange juice, and one fourth love, which is too much. That's trademarked. Ones. That's a trademarked recipe. Do you guys time out? It's Thursday. Let's TBT really quick. Do y'all remember Maya juice? Yeah, oh I remember my Maya gosh. juice. Honestly, I should quit my job and be an alcohol maker because Maya Juice was the shit. That's, home, what, Homecoming 2014, 2015? 2016. 2016. No. It was, it was after we Brandon and I were graduated up. and we were in your apartment. No, that was Homecoming 2015. No, no, no. Oh, oh right. bitch, it was. Yeah. You're right. We don't know how time we're works. so elderly. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. We stole that fucking, the, the, um... Tupperware joint, like not even Tupperware, like like a full fledged storage container. Maya like washes it out, then like puts like plastic around it, then stirs up some concoction from hell, and that was the end of homecoming that year. I think you mean heck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's but, what I mean. Um, <laughs> so that's you know we're washed up is what we're saying, but I think what we really mean right here is if you haven't already no matter what you're doing like whether you're at work whether you're in your bed 
whether you're on a nice ride, just kidding, we don't promote drinking and driving unless you're in the passenger seat. Um, you should pause the episode and pour pour yourself a beverage of some kind and then rejoin us. Have a celebratory drink with us because it's been five months and 10 episodes, which is wild because this shit, as we previously stated, was two years in the making. This is three people <laughs> who never accomplish anything accomplishing something. So, snaps for that. Things. It's just not I without mean, motivation. We graduated. Um, well, I guess let's like keep it pushing. Like There are lots of haps. Honestly, between the last time we all met up to speak and today, a lot of a lot of things have happened. <sighs> a lot of bullshit, honestly. You know, on fucking King's Dead on the Black Panther soundtrack when Kendrick's like missing with that bullshit, the bullshit did not miss us this week. It hit no, us it straight in between the eyes, on the nose, like that shit came crazy wild, fast and hot. And so um Ew. I don't know. I think you wild, fast, and hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. It's fine. But anyway. a lot of, yeah, a lot of things have happened. So, like, let's talk about some good things. Really, really good things. Uh, Janelle Monet gave a dope ass interview to Rolling Stone, dropped a dope ass album, and dropped Come a dope on, ass queen. fucking emotion picture with an E in front of the motion. It's a lot of emotion. And I was here for it. Her and Tessa, like, finally kissed in that video. And I was like, y'all better fucking be in love. Whether it's real or not, I'm here for it. I am so here for it. I just, it is really, really important, I think. Um, And I think that, you know, everybody's on their own individual journey. And, like, this is no, by no means, like, pressure to, like, come out and, like, tell everyone your business. Because, like, celebrities are in a different kind of, light like everyone's up in their business it's not just their immediate circle and stuff like that but i still think it's it's really really significant um for janelle monet to come out and claim queerness in any form um as a prominent woman of color um, black woman and just like be authentically herself and so shout out to her um and shout out to all the people out there who are looking at her as a role model and being like, you know, she's the bomb.org and I am too. Yes. So thank you so much, Janelle Monet. It really is an awesome. If you haven't had a chance to see it yet, the entire emotion picture so good. is on YouTube. It's free. You can watch it. The album is really dope. There's a whole lot of bops and a lot of like, it's just, it's a really great album. Um, and it has a lot of commentary in it. I am so about it. Brandon, you touched on this and like, I'm just going to retweet your sentiments. Like, there are, I can like barely count on one hand the number of like women of color who also identify as queer who are out and like embracing it in Hollywood right now. And so I think I think of like Lena Waithe, Queen Latifah, who like doesn't talk about her life that much, but like everyone Queen knows. Queen Latifah is low key still in the closet, isn't she? Yeah, it's like one of those things that everyone knows, but like no one talks about. But like for. I think after Janelle had this interview, like pansexual became one of the most searched words on Merriam-Webster's dictionary.bot. So like, shout out to her, honestly. I could stand for her forever, but I was here for the whole movement. Amen. Yes. Okay, so I think that might be the only good thing that happened these past two weeks. 
I mean, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> there's another there's one. There's good. There's they're still good. I'm looking at our list. Fucking Michelle. Hi, there's Wolf. good. I was oh, about to say that. Yes, yes Michelle. Wolf. My wait, racially wait. ambiguous white bitch. I'm here we, for you. Can we like go round robin and say our favorite joke from her set? I'll give you like a moment to ponder. I'm already ready. I'm pondering, but you go first, Maya. Go, Maya. Mine was when she was like, something, 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 Mike Pence and abortions, don't knock it till you try it. But if you do knock it, you gotta knock it really hard so that shit really falls out. <laughs> oh, no. Lord. <laughs> it's too wrong. Shout out to Planned Parenthood. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, 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 wait. Um, Brandon, do you need more time to ponder? I could go. Okay. Okay, Brandon, I'm ready. I, my personal favorite is the most controversial. I really liked her, like, shade at whatever the fuck. What's her name? Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah. And my favorite part about it is that everyone is so mad for no reason. She legitimately didn't comment on her appearance. She literally she complimented, complimented the her smoky her. eye. She was like, she said, "Your smoky eye is made of lies," yes. and that's like, but like she literally said nothing about her appearance. So I am actually just most overjoyed that everyone's angry. She I was just like, like my thing fuck is all like, of them. She didn't even. She didn't say, say anything rude. She said her. Smoky she said ruder shit perfect. about Chris Christie. She said it was fucking her smoky eye was perfect. Hello? I don't think people understand what an insult is. That's the because highest she... level of compliment. You know how hard is that fucking achieve a perfect smoke yet? I can barely put eyeliner on my top lid without looking like circa 2008 goth. So to have a perfect smoky eye is honestly like, that's like higher than calling someone like a no what's that word order it thank you so much English but yeah, is so hard. low key she actually complimented Sarah everyone's pissed because everyone's an idiot and I just appreciate that she was like I stand by what I said and everyone's an idiot retweet so shout out to Michelle Wolf. the first Ash- the, f- the first white woman to go I said what I said <laughs> oh yes that that means honestly exactly. what I said. Ash, what's, what was your favorite joke from the set my favorite joke was, oh shit! It's like basically it's like, okay, I feel like I'm starting it similarly to how Maya did, but it was something, something, something. But what's like an Uncle Tom, but for white women who disappoint other that white one. women? <laughs> oh, I know, and culture. Yes. And I was like, yes. <laughs> she okay? Honestly, I feel like I spent like forty minutes after watching her full set, being like, what is? Michelle will or Michelle. Oh my gosh. What the hell? What is her name? It's Michelle. Sarah Wolf. Huckabee Sanders. Oh, oh Michelle Wolf. No, no, no. No, yeah, you're right. Okay. I was, I almost called her M- Michelle Williams. That's wrong. Anyways. That's my bitch from Come Destiny's Child. Michelle, we love you, girl. Serving Alto. <laughs> yes. Okay. Serving a fresh ass engagement. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> but yeah, I like, I feel like I spent like another 40 minutes after being like, um, Michelle Wolf, ethnicity. Michelle Wolf, black. Because I was like, there's no way <laughs> this white <Honestly>. woman. <laughs> but she, honestly, wait. she does like really good commentary about how she could have like. So for people who don't know, Michelle Wolf is a contributor to um, The Daily Show starring yeah. my big Trevor Noah. And yeah. so they do a really good segment about how Trevor asks her, like, do you ever feel like Rachel Dolezal in the world and pretending you're black? And she's like, 
I'm not a black woman, so why would I claim blackness? That's not mine to claim. First of all, thank you. Amen. Second of all, she said that she looks like both Annie's, aka Annie from like the 40s and Kavanjane Wallace mixed together. And I've never heard a more truer statement in my entire life. But she's a full on, as far as she knows, white woman who's like, yes, people ask me my racial ethnicity all the time, but I'm always going to tell them I'm white because I'm fucking white and I'm not here to claim anything else. And that fact alone makes me stand for her. Like my Twitter name currently is Michelle Wolf's number one fan because that's who I am. Uh, I went on her website. I ordered a shirt. I'm here for her. Like, I love you, Michelle. And I, she just did. I, if she ever apologizes for that set, I will be so disappointed because she like lit a flame under journalism's ass. She's like, you motherfuckers have been fucking gaining profit off of Trump. And you like low key. She's like, is he your ex? Because you're like obsessed with him. She was so yes. fucking right. Like, oh my God. The amount of money that's been made off of like Trump, whatever, like commentary ads, whatever. Now that motherfucker who's like writing a Trump movie called The Apprentice. Are you kidding me? Like Trump has been so profitable for the media and they like are so afraid to just be like, this motherfucker is an orange, crazy, batshit motherfucker. And we hate him, but... Michelle Wolf stood by her shit, and I'm here for it, and her curly hair. Amen. Goodbye. She didn't tell one lie. Not one. So. The only thing I have to say is shout out Michelle Wolf, and she actually is going to have her own, like, series and show coming to Netflix at the end of the month, so I'm really excited to see it. I I went, like, looking for it. As soon as I watched it, I was like, oh, my God, is this already out? And it's not yet, but... Um, stay pe- your eyes peeled. I'm turned now. I'm getting turned. We're getting there. Oh Lord! Tipsy but anyway, she has a show coming. Tipsy Nooch. Tipsy in between minus plus divided by other positive things. Meek Mill is out of jail, <laughs> but he is not a political prisoner. So people keep saying that Shh. Nelson Mandela is rolling in his grave. Who the fuck says that? They're like Meek Mills was a political prisoner. Like, what is his political stance? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Same. Um, um, anywho, shout out to me. Shout out to Crazy uh, Rich Asians. My girl fucking I was about Constance to say that. Wu. Constance Wu. And Aquafina. Aquafina has been working this Wait, past did, year. Did you see that meme of Constance Wu on Ellen? And it was like, it was like when you refused to play the yes. white woman's games. And it was, Ellen was like, so Constance, where are you from? And she was like, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like smiles. <laughs> I love Constance so much. She's my favorite part about Fresh Off the Boat. Um, and I'm very excited to see her in a feature film with a predominantly Asian cast. Like, tweet. I'm very excited to support it. Um, what else is happening? I think that might be it for good. Infinity War think. was good too. Sorry, bye. Oh, bitch. I did like Infinity War. Infinity. I saw it with Maya, and it was Maya's second time and my first time. Um, Aj hasn't seen it yet, and we don't want to get into like too many spoilers, but like overall, solid film. Um, it was fun to see the combinations of different like universe, well, not universes, but like characters meeting who aren't usually in the same films. Um, um, and Chris Evans hello. looks so fucking fine Listen, in it. Like when he, the first time I saw it, I saw it like the Thursday it came out. 
And speaking of came, that's exactly what I did when Chris Evans showed up on the screen for the first time. Retweet. Um, Maya! <laughs> listen. Come on, Kane. You're liberated, sis. Gelled back, dark hair, mixed with, like, the, like, I've been an undercover for, like, the past couple years beard, mixed with the all-black costume. Listen, Chris Evans is the TBC I wish to marry one day. So I was here for him, and I will forever be for him. Sorry, Jenny Slate. Y'all broke up. Yes, TBC. Chad, Brad, In Chad, case y'all forgot, merch. that means Tad, Brad, or Chad. Get with it. See it on our merch. Okay? Get with it. But we won't say anything else because Oz hasn't seen the film, but like... And y'all might not have seen it yet, so we, we don't want to spoil your ministry. I've, heard, watch I've heard such great things. I'm planning on seeing it this weekend. I just wasn't as pressed yeah. as for like Black Panther, for example, because, oh yeah, you know, Negro things. There is like a little bit of like drums to address, though. There's been some drums, so that's like the good, good, the good, good, le bonbon. But like, there's also been some some struggles. Um, first of all, let's pour one out for Avicii. Um, so he did pass away in between the last time we recorded and now. And to be honest, I'm not like an Avicii stan or anything like that. We you know we discussed the stan ministry last time. However, still a very young life who was making a lot of influential moves and like big songs in the EDM world. Um, definitely going to be missed. So shout out to Avicii, pour one out. That's so real. Um, when I was in college, slash when we were in college, the the residence hall, as we formally call them, slash dorm that I lived in, we used to like blast levels by Avicii every Friday and Saturday night as we were like getting ready to go out. And I think every time I hear levels now, like a piece of my heart will shed a tear because Avicii's gone, but that song holds a special place in my heart. Didn't like wake me up. Wasn't that Avicii or am I, make, am I being ignorant? That's Avicii. That was like, so listen, y'all, for context. No, listen, get your Chris Brown ministry out of here. We're talking about. <laughs> wake me up when it's all over, bitch. So wake me up when it's all over. That one. The one that all the white people listen to at Bentley's. Okay. Yes, the white people at Bentley's. But that was, I think, Aj, that might have not been your summer song. But Maya, that was our OG, our first summer oh, song for our I'm work. Crying. right? crying, it was. I know my emotions. So like summer 2013 when Maya and I were together, this was actually pre-meeting Ajane. Crazy history what? for the people out there. Back when Brandon would text, each other, and I would text each other and like address each other. You know when you like first meet someone? And she would say, hey, Brandon. And I would say, hey, Maya. Whole full last name in the text like he just said. Like I'd be like, hey, Brandon, comma, just wanted to know if <laughs> dot, 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 rest of the statement. Like it's so funny, but that's, that song now it's just now our text to each other is just like hi bitch not maybe not even just like what you know what i appreciate people who get straight to the fucking point when they text me i don't need the pleasantries i don't don't ask me what i'm doing on saturday tell me what you want me to do so that way i can know whether i have to lie to you or not about what i'm doing on saturday that's what i want the other day I sent Aja a text and I know she saw it and I know she read it and appreciated it. She didn't respond, but like, I feel like we were close enough so that I knew that she saw it and like felt the full gravity of the text. Aja, please dispute if I'm wrong. 
Wait, what what text was it? Hold on. I'm looking at uh, looking it up now. <laughs> the one about people washing their meat. Oh my gosh. Where is it? Y'all really be Just looking. Scroll. Give a slight scroll. You'll find it. In the meantime, I think we have to address this as much as I don't want to give it any like airtime. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> oh, Lord, never mind. Pause. Aj, what? What does it say? Honestly, I read this. Please read but it. I to don't us. apologize. Okay, Maya, I read that. I, you're totally right. I read it in a hungover stupor, and I was like, I was like, I should answer this when I have something more clever to say. But given how hungover I was, I never had more anything more clever to say on Sunday. But it says, and I quote, I just found out that most white people do not wash their raw meat before preparing it for consumption. Now I think I'm officially ready to begin the race war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean... I saw a whole news special that was like, this woman was like, you wash your raw meat? And this black woman yes. was like, yes, bitch, what the hell? Have you heard of like salmonella and death and like mad cow fever? And the woman was so confused that this, the white woman she said, mad cow was confused fever. that this woman of color washed meat. And I was like, we wash all of our meat. I'm so confused. But Shout out, uh, you know, that's not a shout out, but like at all my white people out there, um, <laughs> wash your meats, season to them, give them the salt and the pep at least, if you weren't already doing that, keeping it pushing. Um, other things, so this is what I didn't want to address, but I feel like we should address briefly. We're going to put a two minute timer on ourselves Ding. starting now. Um, Kanye is in the sunken place. What are your um, feelings? So you know how there's that SNL skit that's like, the day the white people lost their Beyonce? It's like the day the black people lost their Kanye. That's how I felt this week. Who is she? What is she doing? What is she thinking? Ugh. Is it Kim's fault or is it just he's just Kanye no, being Kanye? No, Kanye, Kanye's being Kanye and Kim just isn't helping. She's an enabler. I have two... I feel like I'm talking so much this episode and I apologize. That's go girl. Speak your whole fucking I have truth. Two solidified thoughts. The first one, let's talk about Kanye. Um, Kanye. I read a very, very interesting thread today that Kanye might be putting on a performative art piece. And it had like all these links to like performative artists of the past and like, how what Kanye is doing is like related to the work they're doing. So Kanye, if you're doing this as like art and like a way to like shake up the artistic world, stop. This is not the fucking time for you to be expressing yourself artistically. Like this is not the time nor the place. Beyond that, if Kanye truly has these beliefs, then like I feel, I feel sorry, not for him, but for his children, because he is raising three black children right now. And I can only imagine the confusion that goes on in their home. Secondly, there is like this new news sor- story circulating right now that like Kim Kardashian wants this uh, woman, and I apologize because I do not have her name written down, but I'm going to look it up really quick. But this woman who was put into jail a couple of years, many decades ago for um, drug possession, very small amount, and she got a life sentence. And Kim Kardashian is like, that seems unfair, and is now petitioning for her to get a jail and like has hired her lawyers. That all 
that Kim Kardashian is getting all this attention for trying to get this black woman out of jail seems like a lot of fucking publicity to cover up the fact that Kanye is being a fucking asshole. So Kanye, if you're doing art, stop. If you're not doing art, you're like the most ignorant person that I've heard speak in a really long time. And that's really sad because the things that you're saying have effects and like reparations, like things that you're saying hurt other people. And shout out to Van over at TMZ who like stood up and put Kanye in his place because no one else was going to say anything when Kanye was saying slavery was a fucking choice. As someone who personally like in my lineage was not affected by slavery personally, but as a person of color, as a black person who lives in this country feels the effects that slavery had on this population. That is just some like the most ignorant bullshit that could ever come out of your mouth. So fuck you if that's how you feel, truly feel. And also fuck you if you think that this is art. Speak on it. I, I don't have a ton to say on it. I just, I just think it's wild that like John Legend, Chance the Rapper, like all these other prominent figures who are associated with Kanye, who have been, you know, brought into the scene by Kanye in a lot of ways, you know, are reaching out genuinely, especially, I don't know if, if people out there or if you all have seen that like tweet where basically Kanye like just retweets a screenshot of the messages that John Legend like privately sent him that were very genuine, like, hey, the way that you are like presenting these things and you are a person with a lot of influence has an impact. And they're like trying to come from a place of like friendship and professionalism and love and all these things. Like this is why I feel like this is not productive and why this is harm harming others, even though it might not affect you. It's just wild to me. Uh, yeah. My two cents on the whole Kanye situation I personally don't put much stock into what celebrities think because at the end of the day, they are like people. And I think that a lot of people idolize them in a way that's unhealthy. So if your opinions are throwback to the Stan episode, listen to it. <laughs> episode nine, y'all. It's great. Um, but I feel like if, if your opinions are um, contingent upon a celebrity's opinions, um, then check yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, so I don't really care how Kanye feels. I don't really care about what he thinks. However, I do know that a lot of people do care how he feels and they do care what he thinks. And that could influence potentially how the, how they vote in the 2020 elections or even the 2018 elections, uh, get registered to vote, vote in the midterms. They're equally, if not more important than, um, your, uh, presidential elections. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like a, it's, it's like one of those things where it's like he said a lot of things that I would never say and he said a lot of things that I agree with, but like it doesn't mean much more to me than if, you know, some, some like just, you know, someone I went to college said it. Like it's, it's like, you know, whatever. And with that being said. Wait, time out. Before what? I know, I, Speak I, on I, it. I know when Brandon is going, getting ready to go to his like, let's go to commercial break voice. And so before any of that happens, I just want to say three things. Maybe it's only two. The first one is, fuck you, Bill Cosby. I hope you die in jail. The second one is, um, fuck you, R. Kelly. I hope you get indicted, sentenced, and then sent to jail, and then you also die there. Um, 
Maybe I only wanted to say two things. Um, I think that was actually it. And also, I guess my third thing is like chance, like maybe think about your words a little better, which like takes us back to Kanye, which like still makes me mad. So I'm not going to talk about it, but um, yeah, fuck you, Bill Cosby, who was found guilty on a lot of different charges. And fuck you, R. Kelly, who, you know, R. Kelly, listen, R. Kelly, the fucking women of color of the Me Too movement have come after you. So you're done. Like, you're so done, though, that, like, it, like, blows my mind. Like, fuck you. I can never step, step, side to side anymore. But as we, like, people who are, like, active listeners of our shows knows that I've written a read. A new version of the song called Stab Stab. And like, stab stab to you, bitch. Both sides. Stab you in the fucking face. And with that being said, we were actually going to go to a break now because I need to like get some, I have to get some fucking water because it's been a lot. Okay. All right. We'll be back. We're back. Oh, we're back from the commercial. I found some multigrain crackers. I'm fucking proud of you. I have, I have brie. It's triple crème brie and jam confiture en français. So I've got like cheese and crackers and jam, but I'm not gonna eat any of it right now. But anywho, we're gonna move past. The, the ups and downs of the society in which we reside uh, for right now. And we're actually going to move on. So it is officially May. Um, and so we're getting really close to a season of the year. And that season is summer. And summer, it just, it means a lot of things in the United States of America. Um, and so Maya actually has a couple things prepared for us. And we are going to break down for you. What is, what is the ministry of this coming summer, summer 2K18? So Maya, without further ado, break it down. I feel like that was like the most um, elaborate intro for a topic. but um, You are I, so fucking welcome. Thank you. Honestly, thank you so much. Um, yeah. So I am um, a, ch- a child of summer. I was born in July. I'm a water sign. I'm a cancer fuck, season. I'm a, fuck yeah. I'm a fucking cancer. Come on, water so signs. You know what that turn means? Up. That means I have a lot of fucking feelings, but also stab you in the throat and not feel bad about it at the same time. Shout out to being a cancer. But as summer is slowly approaching, I was just thinking about like summer is a wild time for us. So a little backstory. Um, and I don't know if you picked up on this, but Brandon and I first met on a job that we got that took place in the summer of 2013. So we like technically met in 2012. We did not become friends until 2013 over the summer. Oh, so cute. And then in summer 2014. Plus um, me. Oz joined our clique because uh, she asked me to help her twist her hair one day because the girl was fucking natural as fuck. Yes. So, So summer holds a very near and dear place in my heart. I suffer from SAD, which is like seasonal seasonal annual depression. So in the winter, I just get sad and I'm like, I'm cold, I'm sad, I don't want to be here. But in summer, I think my true spirit fully comes out. I guess starting, like, I just told you what summer means to me. 
but I guess Brandon and Aj sort of like do you have like I guess a similar experience like summer is so important to me I love the water I love being in any type of water I'm like a child of the ocean I think I was a mer person in a previous life but sort of what does summer mean to you maybe historically present context overall and in general like what does summer mean to you Brandon and Aj uh I just think that summer is always an indicator of like general fuckery, but in a good way. Like, to be honest, I was like a privileged ass little boy and I didn't like work a whole ass job until I got to college. So prior to that, summer for me was like, you don't have any fucking obligations. You're going to play Super Smash Bros. You're going to have sleepovers. You're going to go to the community pool and swim with the other kids and like, you know, do backflips off the the diving board and make all the lifeguards nervous. Um, even though I fucking nailed it every time, watch out Simone Biles. Okay. Um, (laughs) summer was just like carefreeness. And then once it got to school and I was like working and, um, doing those sorts of things over the summer, it is really crazy how it has shaped a lot of my future life and like where I'm at now, because for real, like, like Maya said, I met Maya, And, like, truly became friends with Maya, summer of 2013. Um, We worked together, but beyond that, we were, like, working together on the same team, working with the same, like, unit of uh, students in in this case. And in summer 14, Ajane joined our squad in our office that we were working with with our university. So, super, summer has been, like, super formative for me. Like, some of my best friends have come from these summer experiences. Um, And it's always been a time of, like, I've worked hard and I've gotten things done, but like, it's just been a carefree season. Like literally and even in the past year, hard. like summer's been work hard, work play hard, hard, play hard. It's so for, like real. the last six years. Yeah. Like even this past year, um, with my new, like adult ass job and whatnot. Um, like last year I went to the beach for a week with a friend. I traveled to California for the first time ever, the West coast for the first time ever with my job and also visited a friend. I, I spent time in a city that I love. Um, I did a lot of stuff over summer. It's always been a time of like, this is the time of year. Things slow down a bit. You have a little bit more time to like do what you want to do. That's what I feel. I love summer. Ash. Um, I would just like to note that I was there for some of your beach week. And I wasn't the specific friend because I was working and shit, but I was also a participant. <laughs> hey, she was. She was there. She came through. We got through. lots of cute pics. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Summer for me, so summer is like the non-allergenic, I guess hypoallergenic version of spring for me. Although <laughs> we didn't get a spring this year, we just kind of are getting like winter to summer. So like I was wearing a coat on Monday, but today I'm wearing a dress. So whatever. Um, I I don't know. I've, I've always looked at summer as like a time for me to like do the things that I want to do, like the things that like are productive for me as a human being. So like the like meeting new friends or like getting an internship that's gonna be really good for my career or going to different conferences or traveling or like doing all the things that like I see as a priority because for some reason all the other nonsense seems to slow down and the things that are important to me seem to be able to like you know like blossom or whatever so I'm super excited for this summer there's gonna be a lot of like cool shit that happens and things that I don't know I'm like 
I don't know, just generally excited for it. After the summer, I'll be starting at uh, Columbia to do my master's degree. So, like, that's exciting. And, like, I don't know. It, it, like, it's just I'm I'm very optimistic going into this season. That lifts my heart. <laughs> that That's just, like, that's so real. And I, like, I think I retweet all of your sentiments. I think as I previously stated, summer is like a big time for me. I think every summer that I've had since summer 2011 has been really good. Like fall is fine. Winter is terrible. Spring is okay. But like summer is always fucking solid as shit. And I just love summer. And um, there are so many things happening this summer. Like already on my schedule, I have fucking Janelle Monae's concert. I have fucking on the run too. Fucking I'm turning, I'm aging like a motherfucker. I have tickets to go see my girl Amanda Seals because she's coming to DC this summer. And so what do y'all have on your summer agendas that you're looking forward to? I literally have three free weekends between now and uh, September. So there's, I mean, for the most part, though, it's all things that, like, I want to be doing and things that, like, are exciting and fun. But, like, at the same time, sometimes I just want to lay in my bed and watch Netflix. But anyways, um, I have, <laughs> I think the the one that comes to mind because it's so close. Well, actually, the closest one for me is I have a friend's bachelorette um, because now people are getting married, whereas I'll be cuddling my master's degree. It's fine. Whatever. Live your lives. Um <laughs> But the, I have a bachelorette coming up. Um, uh, I have a cousin who's going to do a dance recital, so I have to be, like, in Atlantic City for that. I have um, two weddings. I have Beyonce. I have Maya's birthday bash. I have um, a conference for work. I have, like, just so much shit happening this summer. But at the same time, it's all things that, like, I personally find productive and, like, things that I want to be doing. So I'm excited for it and, like, I'll be sleepy as hell. Like by September, I'll, I'm probably just going to sleep for an entire week. Um, but you know, um, it'll be cool. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Shout out to like, it's that mixed bag. It's like, I want to have free weekends, but at the same time, it's kind of dope that you have a lot of shit lined up. Um, I feel like I'm in a similar place. I'm kind of in a weird place with like work and life right now. My my lease ends in my current situation on June 30th. I am in the process of, for all the listeners out there and friends and fam and anybody who might be listening, if you don't fucking know, well, now you know. I am moving to Chicago, Illinois. Um, That's happening. So I'm about to become a Midwest-ass bitch. Shout out to my hometown. Hey, I'm very hype. But that's like, there's a couple timelines on that that are up in the air right now. And it's most likely going to be like middle of June, like end of June. The point is I'm moving. And so I'm trying to figure that out. So I'm literally going to make like a whole across the country ass journey that I've never done before, but I'm very excited. I'm more excited than anxious. So I'm looking forward to that. Also best time of year to move over there. Cause it's going to be warm. It's going to be popping. And then I can like slowly adjust to like the never ending winter. Um, but for now I'm just hyped for summer. Additionally, I'm also on the Beyonce train. We're all going to see her together in D.C., so I'm going to fly back for that-ish. Um, I'm hype. 
I've never seen Jay-Z in concert. Hopefully he's like not too out of breath. I'm ready. Um, additionally, what else is out there? I also plan to see Janelle Monae. I will be seeing her one way or another. Um, I plan to see her in Chicago. Hopefully yes. Ash will be there. We're going to figure that out in the next couple of weeks. And our other homie, Jill, shout out Jill. If you are yeah, listening. Hi uh, Jill. Hey. <laughs> But yeah, so we're going to see our girl Janelle. Um, I'm going to figure that out. Right now, resellers are playing games. And they're like $6,000. And I'm like, Do you want to see an emotion picture? It's going to cost you, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm just hyped for like music, warm weather. Maybe I'll try and be a fit girl. Right now, I'm not being a fit girl. And it's like too late. But Never too late. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Mainly, I'm excited for a relocation and to just take, like, the next step in life because I have no booze or babies or, like, little pets or shit that's, like, really anchoring me to my current situation. No so booze, no babies. We're making life no, changes. I don't know what is a word for pets that starts with B, but I'll think of one. But retweet, sis. Me neither. You know, how convenient that y'all mentioned this because um, beyond talking about summer in terms of like things that we have to look forward to, and I don't know if y'all have picked up on this or not, but we're super hyped to be here for a 10th episode. I think because we come out every two weeks, like getting to 10 episodes means a lot to us because of the time that went yeah. into it. But um, our first episode was so much about like explaining to who y'all, who we were and what we were looking forward to in life. And I think seeing a lot of those, excuse me, seeing a lot of those <laughs> dreams come into fruition. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Built like a tank, but like a 1980s tank. Seeing a lot of those dreams come into fruition has been like warming to my heart as like a super NF. If anyone knows what Myers-Briggs are, like, like seeing my friends achieve their dreams. Like Brandon has always talked about like leaving the Maryland area and like now he's doing it. And Oz has always talked about like pursuing a world, of, like, the world of education, like not feeling fulfilled in her job. And now she's like leaving her job and like figuring out how she's going to make education great as shit. And our friend oh, Janae, who like was on our Wakanda episode, fucking got engaged. And like we were such a huge part of like her engagement. And like we have that to look forward to the next year. And like our friend Jill who was living in San Francisco, just moved to Chicago. And so all of our friends are making these huge moves in their lives. And that's so fulfilling, I think, for us as a friend group to see those who are the closest to you progressing forward. And so I think that's like a really great part of summer too, is because all this buildup happens in the fall, spring and summer, and then summer, uh, in the fall, excuse me, the fall, winter and spring and in the summer, you can sort of like enjoy the fruits of your labor and like the sun's out and you're feeling good and you're like out on the deck somewhere, like enjoying your best life. And so I think all of that, sorry, all of my NF just came out, but all of that is to say um, we are doing great things like work wise and like whatever wise, but uh Beyond and Jill and Janae, so speaking for the three homies that are here right now, we live that like strong um, single ministry. Uh, and I yes, we do. <laughs> hey, think, well, hello. right now. <laughs> um, and I think summer is sort of a good time to uh, 
as the kids say, let your freak flag for a fly. And so I don't know if this is an appropriate question to ask, but I'm going to ask it anyways because I'm an inappropriate bitch. But, like, do y'all see Summer 18 as being an ideal opportunity to let your so-called freak flag fly? Brandon, you being in a new town, Oz, you having a new, like, outlook on life, (laughs) me um, being me, I think that will be weird, but, like, I can only speak for myself. I think my freak flag has, like, flown and withdrawn and flown and withdrawn and like maybe it's ready to come out again you know but like i open it up to the panel uh (laughs) i mean yes in a short answer this is gonna be a summer of like refreshing and like just getting in touch with me I think because I plan to make like this big old like quote unquote life altering move and stuff, I'm going to be in a new environment. There's going to be all sorts of new people um, and like a couple familiar faces, um, just like friends and like, you know, the what acquaintances wise. Um, so I'm very excited to put myself back out there, so to speak. Uh, I'm pretty much, I feel like just waiting for grad school to start and then I will like, you know, study in the law school library or casually hang around the business school where I'll be broke, but you know, there's potential. (laughs) I don't know. I guess like I have no issue with like exploring the whole, you know, summer landscape it just new york is such a complicated dating scene that i don't feel like dealing with that i'm like "Eh, i have my girl netflix my sis hulu my boy amazon like we'll we'll all relax and chill so i'm like not pressed but at the same time like open to it you know but yeah i don't know i feel like we're all kind of just like taking things as they as they come this summer no pun intended that's real. And the only thing I'm fully ready to take as it comes is um, uh, Chris Evans's white paint. So, Chris, if you're listening, I love you. And give I'm us ready a ring. Give us a ring. I'm fully ready to start a family. Um, I think I'd make a cute 20-something-year-old's mom. And so that being said i feel like you all need a break because i think i need a break i think i need some water to be completely honest because i know myself and beyond this it's going to turn into like violently drunk fire and that's not something you ever want. but that being said i think we are all looking forward to summer 2018 i think beyond like all the work um i'm excited because i'm like quote-unquote getting a semi-promotion at work so like that's going to be exciting but stressful at the same time because my work is really stressful Oz is getting ready to embark on a new chapter for life Brandon's getting ready to embark on a new chapter of his life so like it's a summer of fucking growth and I think as a collective friend unit we're hype about that and so I think this whole episode is just us bragging about ourselves and we're not sorry but um, listen, we were in shambles at the beginning of the year, so we, were. we deserve to be proud. Wow. Yeah, we've come a long way in about five ish, five and a half ish months. 
So we're all going to go um, get some water. And in the meantime and in between time, you all are going to reflect on what summer means to you. And then we'll be back to uh, last over some men and shake our booties to some bops. So hang tight. Yes. Hey guys, it's me again. I led you to our break and I'm leading you back out of it. I'm your fucking Moses this episode. Um, what? Moses, <laughs> AKA she parted the sea. I okay. parted the sea of our break and I'm bringing you back. I am your Moses. And I'm here to lead you on to the lustiest parts of life and to um, become our new Moses. Brandon, Brandon, who has been awarded the ass of the week? Lord God. Lord with an L-O-R-D-T. Capital T. Um, anyone out there in this world who has seen Infinity War is going to know exactly what we're talking about. Um, shout out to Maya's like one and only white boyfriend besides me and that is chris evans oh my god like holy shit if y'all haven't seen infinity war yet it's honestly worth it just for chris evans alone um like he always looked fine as captain america like fine um because his like titties were popping his like body was toy um he was like i'm cute and he had this like dirty blonde ministry going on but in infinity war he was just like fucks are gone He's wearing this, like, all-black, like, non-Captain America patriotic-ass suit. Um, and he has a beard and this, like, medium-long flowing hair, um, which isn't a mullet somehow, but is still, like, what in the whole fuck? He just looks really good. Like, from the minute he hits the screen, it's just earth-shaking. I can always get with a beard. He looks so fucking good. Like, Aj, when you see this, like, you're going to be like, wow, a white man that that I can get behind. I mean, I have a number of those, but I have a feeling he'll creep up to the top of the list. He looks fucking good. And Maya already spoke on it this episode, but like, I will Jesus speak some Christ. more because honestly, Go, I'm girl. having a lot of feelings. Um... So from the minute that he like appeared, like for like fuck the actual movie. Let's like rewind to when this trailer first came out, and T'Challa was like, "Get this man a shield," and they like showed you a glimpse of what Chris was like presenting to you. This film that like slicked back, and Brandon talked about this in the other Captain America movies. Um, Steve Rogers is, like, very blonde, very, like, clean-cut, chiseled, like, the all-American man. But we know post-Civil War, Steve has, like, sort of lost his faith a little bit. And he's, like, gone on the lamb. He's, like, in this super dark place. And so when they bring him back post-Civil War into Infinity War, he's, like, grown this full-on, like, dirty, blonde, very brown beard. His hair has been slicked back. He's still muscular as fuck. I imagine there's like little hairs on his chest growing, but he's like ditched the cap suit. He's like in all black with like a single star in his chest, which is also blacked out. And when I say I audibly gasped 
when he first came up on the screen, the first time I saw Infinity War, like I knew what he looked like, and still when he showed up, I was just like, <gasps> but I am like, I'm literally like pulling at my shirt right now talking about Chris Evans because he looks so fucking good in that movie. And he's on Broadway right now, and he has this fucking bus cut, and he's playing a cop, bus cut, excuse me. He's playing a cop, and I hate it, but he's so so fucking fun he has this dog that he loves and oh honestly someone fucking mute me because i'm gonna start just like exploding from my vagine fran is gonna go on a mission and you don't want that to happen so (laughs) turn up for fran fran 2k18 wow what a word Thank you, Maya. Huh. I, I have nothing else to say on it. Um, shout out to Chris Evans, period. Ajene, is there a bop that is moving your mind, spirit, your soul, yes. your body? Yes. So, um, I have been lately jamming to, like, on kind of the summer vibe, um, War and Leisure, which if you haven't heard it, listen to it. I know it's a little uh, it's a little dated Miguel. now, but Miguel is my boo, and um, he's I I think just like a great artist all in all, um, and the whole album is just chock full of bops. But I feel like Pineapple Skies encompasses kind of the vibe of summertime and hopefulness and the general happiness mm-hmm. we have going on going forwards. So here's a little bit of that. All the trees are in love, baby. Leave it so high, your feet won't touch the ground. Would you look up, baby? It's pineapple purple skies. Promise everything gonna be alright. Yes, Miguel. Damn, y'all. With that being said, it's been. We talked a shit ton this It's week. been 10 whole ass episodes, though. So I want to give a shout out to anybody who's been listening since day one. Caitlin, at Caitlin. Caitlin! Our number one fan, Stan. But for real, for real, like shout out to three Ps um, who put something together and made a thing. That's so real. If you listen to more than one episode of this show, um, I think I can speak for all of us in saying that we are super grateful for us, this is fun. Like hang, we like it's forcing us to communicate once a, every two weeks and like catch up on each other's lives. Not that we're not already doing that, but we have fun putting this on, and we do it. We do it all for y'all. So, for those of you who have been enjoying it since week one, we are so grateful. Hopefully, we can like keep doing the thing and like maybe become a weekly shindig. Who knows what the future may hold for us, but. I think um, for now, it is very, very safe for me to say that we are ready to conclude our 10th episode. So, thank you, Times a Quadrillion. And as always, I'm Maya. I'm Brandon. I'm Aj. And this is Ben. And our diet starts. Fuck. Say it, Maya. And our diet. Uh-
Oh, Our diet starts when we stop gosh. fucking drinking. <laughs> Honestly, our diet starts when the drinks stop and the health begins. But knowing who we are, our diet starts every other Monday, maybe. This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday was edited by Ashina Trust and produced by the whole DSM squad. Our theme song was written and performed by Brandon Chat. You can find episodes of this show on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSM Pod or on Facebook at Diet Starts Monday Podcast. Bitch, what are you eating? Is that string cheese? No, it's spaghetti. Oh. I made dinner. <laughs>